I thought we could do a vlog today because I've had quite a few questions regarding the Australian O sound. Oh, 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 oh. So let's go and do a vlog. <laughs> let's, let's just go. shaded spot to sit down in and do this lesson. This looks perfect. Look at that. That was made to be sat on. That was definitely made to be sat on. So I'll set up and let's do this. Boom. So how's this guys? A bit of a Australian pronunciation in the bush, or at least as close as I can get currently in the Australian bush. So you're probably going to hear things like crows singing in the background, maybe currawongs, you'll hear birds, all sorts of stuff. But uh, this is the office for the day and I wanted to tell you how to do the O sound in Australian English, okay? The O sound. So the Australian O, there are two things happening here. This is a diphthong, so there are two vowel sounds. You're going to hear O. Uh, ooh, oh, okay, it's gonna go oh, it sort of rounds, okay, it goes oh, oh. How do we make these two different sounds? First, obviously, we have the mouth a little bit more opened and the lips are rounded, okay, like ah, uh, ah. Uh. And then the jaw comes up a bit and the tongue gets closer to the top of the mouth, so it sounds like ooh. Okay, and the lips have rounded ever so slightly. So I always try and explain this to my students by saying there's a big O at the start with your lips, uh, and then it goes to a small O by lifting the jaw. O, O, O. Okay, say that with me. O, O, O. Good, good, good. Now I'll try and say a sentence for you guys, or a few sentences, that you can repeat after me in order to perfect your pronunciation, okay? So let me just think here for a sec, because I'm doing this on the fly. I'm doing this on the spot. You never know when to go. You never know when to go. I throw toes at Bo's nose. I throw toes at Bo's nose. I throw toes at Bo's nose. So I don't know if Bo won't go.
So I don't know if Bo won't go. Dingoes and crows go after snowmen. Dingoes and crows go after snowmen. Good job, guys. So I hope that helps. I hope it gives you an idea. Just just keep listening, repeating, listening, repeating. Really try and nail this vowel sound in Australian English as it will really, really help you sound a lot more like an Australian. And it tends to be one of the first things I notice when I hear foreigners speaking English if they get it right. It really sticks out and I'm suddenly like, ooh, okay, this person's working on their Australian accent. That's pretty good. So I would love to know what you guys think. So go down to the comments and let me know. Let me know. All right. I will see you in the next one, guys. Peace. So I just decided to lift up this rock here to see what we would find. What do you guys think this little dude is? Or should I say this little lady? This is one of Australia's most dangerous spiders that is called the red back spider for obvious reasons. So we might leave her here, but yeah, this is one nasty little spider that if you see it, probably just leave it alone and definitely do not pick it up. Usually there is a whole heap of kangaroos in this field here, especially at sunset. So the sun is, can I get my head in front of it right here-ish? <laughs> and it'll probably set in about an hour, maybe a bit more. But there is, there's water down here, there are trees down here, so they sit there and rest all day. And then at night, or in the evening when it's sunset, they come out in this field here and eat this kind of grass, so that's why I thought I would come down here, but they don't seem to be out just yet. But I wonder if they are lying under the trees, chilling out, scratching their balls and waiting for the sun to go down. So let's see if we can get a little closer and have a look. Alright, so we're almost at the end of the field here where there are trees. And I just don't want to make too much noise because I know that'll probably scare them. Assuming they're here, that is. So you'll be able to see here behind me. I don't know what the I don't know what this is for exactly. But um, the wire's pointing in, which means we shouldn't go in, and I'm not going to go in. But um, obviously, it's not trying to keep the kangaroos in; it's trying to keep people out. But there, are, I've seen hundreds of kangaroos in here before. I'll show you what I'm looking at. Hopefully I'll have enough time to switch lenses. 
this so that I can get a closer look for you guys. As I brought Gal's camera with me, which has a, a much bigger lens on it. So a bit of a biology lesson for you guys. Kangaroos tend to stay out of the heat in the middle of the day when the sun's out because unlike humans, they can't sweat. A lot of mammals, you might be surprised to know, can't sweat in order to lose heat. Like humans, they have to, they have to pant to cool themselves down. And so one way for kangaroos to avoid overheating is obviously avoiding the daylight and instead being active in the evenings where it's still warm but it's not really, really, really hot. They're not going to have direct sunlight. And a really cool thing that they do when they want to cool themselves down, if it's a hot day, even if they're in the shade, is that they, they lick their arms. So they have veins on their forearms really close to the skin and they wet the skin in order to allow the heat transfer to occur more rapidly so they cool down. So they actually have this cool adaptation of putting saliva on their arms, wetting the fur, and then when that evaporates it cools them down. Anyway, I don't know where they are, they mustn't be at this end. They mustn't be at, the, at this end. I'll have to keep exploring and we'll see if we can find something interesting. so they don't want someone in here. They've obviously gotten some kind of machine and dug this huge ditch here across this road, right across this road so that people can't drive in. However, it seems that they have gotten around that by simply going around the trees here. So, there you go. <laughs> so, we know we are in the right place because these are kangaroo paw tracks on an anthill here. You can see these holes in the anthill. And there is also kangaroo feces. So Mr. Kangaroo has been kind enough to crap on Mr. Ant's anthill. So at least we know they're around here somewhere. All right, so I found the kangaroos. They are about... They're about one, one kilometer <laughs> this way, unfortunately. However, I did also see, I can see one from here, actually way over here, so I might go check that out. Um, but yeah, bugger. Let's see if I can get a shot of these for you guys. Right above my finger there. Way, way, way off in the distance. Funny thing is too, there's so many animals out here, right? I can see uh, ducks, I can see coots, all of these water birds, swans. And then we've also got a bird of prey sitting up here watching over the creek where I am, or the creek, the dam, whatever this is. There's a bird of prey, I think it's some kind of kite. Let's see if I can get a shot of it. I've already seen some kangaroos, guys. They're right here in front of me. I need to probably whisper because they can see me. They're all looking at me now, actually. <laughs> um, they're about 100 meters in front of me. I'm gonna try and get 
get some good shots of them whilst they're eating. So let's see how we go. Okay, so this is about as close as you can get to kangaroos in Australia without frightening them off. Well, they just run off a little bit, but there's still a really, really big dude here that I'm not going to mess with. Hopping around somewhere. And you can see too how quickly they disappear. There is actually probably about one, two, three, four, five, six kangaroos in front of me here. But as they bend down into the long grass, you can't see them at all. You just see these little curves. So, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Anyway, I'm going to let them eat, and I'm going to head home. Night, guys. Yeah, damn it. Hey, what guys, I think this comes under the heading of no shit Sherlock. Road closed. What road? 